0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to United Teachers of Lowell's Straight Talk podcast. This is Amy Bisson here with Mickey Dumont. We are the hosts of this weekly podcast produced by and for members of the United Teachers of Lowell. In our weekly podcast, you'll hear about local, state, and national issues that affect our members. You'll also hear some of the accomplishments of our members. We will keep you up to date with news and decisions that impact all of us. Welcome back to school, UTL members. We know everyone has been hard at work preparing for the return to school last week, and we send out a warm, and that is no pun intended, welcome to all, especially our newer members. We are trying some new ways to reach out to members to make sure all of you are up to date with important information that impacts our work here in Lowell and beyond. One of those new efforts is, of course, this podcast. We will continue to publish a new 20-minute podcast episode each week, usually on Wednesdays, to keep you up to speed, not only about important news and information, but to introduce members to some of our colleagues at AFT and AFT Mass and beyond. These are the hard-working people whose names you may not know, but who work tirelessly on our behalf at the state and national levels. And we will be spotlighting some of our own UTL members and some really cool things happening in classrooms across the district. Another way we connect to members is through our UTL Facebook page. We'll be talking about some of the important guidelines for members on the page, as well as other social media outlets. And of course, important UTL messages are sent to members through Get Active. Be sure to send your personal non-work email address to the UTL office or submit it through your building representative so that you can sign up and stay in touch with us. We'll also be rolling out some additional social media and communications as we progress through the beginning of this year. We're open to new ideas for communicating to members. So if you do know of a way we can reach members, let us know by emailing the UTL at UTL at utlowell495.org. Without further ado, though, the podcast twins bring you a few reminders with some critical information that all UTL members need to bear in mind. Be sure to check our podcast website for links to keep handy throughout the year. Remember, we're here to support you and your students, so let's keep those conversations open. So, Mickey, when we spoke to our AFT Mass Field Rep, Karen Laflamme recently, mm-hmm. she mentioned something called Weingarten rights. Let's remind our listeners about those rights, how to invoke them, and if that is necessary, what a uh, person needs to do.
1: Absolutely. You know, Amy, every uh, fall at, at the first building meeting, and then intermittently throughout the school year, we remind our staff members about what's called the Weingarten rights. Would ha- it, it all stems back to a case in 1972 when a worker at a supermarket, hmm. actually, uh, her name was Laura Collins. It ended up that uh, she was being scrutinized by the management of the supermarket, and they they seemed to be targeting her for different things that were going awry in the supermarket. Um, one of the the last things that got her just in such a turmoil they were accusing her of taking lunch food boxes for herself and not paying the proper price
0: and of course she was not doing that
1: no of course she wasn't so and it was all very easily explained but the supermarket wanted to keep bringing it to the next level. So they really hammered away at her uh, until a point that she broke down crying. She kept asking for um, a union representative mm-hmm. to come in and sit with her. They kept refusing. They denied her that right. Um, and it ended up, they cleared her of any wrongdoing. But She was so upset by the whole process that she went to her union. Oh, and they told her, okay, you're all set. Now this doesn't need to go any further. Famous last words. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah, we've heard a story like this before.
1: Yes, so she did go further. She went to her union. She was humiliated. She was devastated. She was just an emotional wreck. So her union decided to pursue it with Mm -hmm. the National Labor Relations Board. Okay. And they brought it to them because technically, in a union, this is really, it only affects our impact union members. Right. In a union, every employee has that right to ask. What happens is that turned out to be the Weingarten case, and it has become known as the Weingarten rights for all union employees. I see. So what happened is... The Union pursued it with the National Labor Relations Board, which took the case to the Supreme Court. Here is what the case was built on. She took a lunch box from the lunch counter. she didn't take it. she paid a dollar for it. Mm-hmm. Now a dollar was for the small box. two dollars and fifty cents was for the large lunch box. What happened was they had run out of small boxes. Okay. So Laura put the four small pieces of chicken in a large box. She paid a dollar for it. They pursued her and said she should have paid $2.50. Even though
0: what she actually received was the product in the small box. That's correct.
1: Wow. And they finally
0: cleared Mm -hmm. her of that. Yeah,
1: They cleared her of that. So anyway, it ended up at the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court found in favor of the National Labor Relations Board, and from that day forth, it became known as uh, union members' Weingarten rights. So, where do we go from there? What does that mean to our staff? What, do you th- what are you thinking?
0: I'm thinking if you get called into an administrator's office for a disciplinary action, and you say, I would like representation from my union representative, mm-hmm. that, that should be what happens That's right correct.
1: away. That's correct. And what we've learned you know, through the, through all the years of doing this is any time a staff member, let's say a teacher or a para, custodian, gets called to meet with the administrator of the building, principal, for, for reasons unknown to them, mm-hmm. they always ask, what's the purpose of the meeting? The, the and
0: I can tell you, I have been in a situation where I was asked to meet with my administrator, mm-hmm. and those were not the words out of my mouth. So I oh. think... I think that's, well, that's a reminder for everybody right. that you really need to ask that question first. That's
1: correct. I, typically, I think if someone's called into yes. the administrator's office for a meeting, mm-hmm. is, is this uh, not a positive connotation
0: that goes along with no, that? Not usually.
1: Correct. I mean, usually. It, you know, it, it happens. So if the principal says, you, you ask the principal, is this going to lead to discipline for mm-hmm. something that I have done or not done? And if the principal says it could, that's when you ask to have a representative with you. Sure. sure. Uh, just so everybody knows, the um, employer, principal, supervisor, does not have to tell you that you can bring a union representative.
0: So that's on the employee, the Correct. union member. To remember that the first words out of your mouth is, what is the purpose of this meeting and will it lead to a disciplinary action? Absolutely. And if it's affirmative, then as a union member, you have the right to stop everything Mm -hmm. by requesting union representation.
1: Correct. And we, we, you know, normally for, uh, I guess, normal incidents, your building representative can serve mm-hmm. that purpose. They would go in, they'd sit, they'd listen, they'd take notes, they'd interject where they, where they had to if it was to clear up any kind of contract language, sure. etc. But a lot of times, teachers are nervous about the whole of process. Of course they are, yeah.
0: Of course. And
1: they end up calling our staff rep, mm-hmm. who's Michael Earle. And he's he's always more than willing to go and sit with anyone. And as staff rep, he can actually meet with the staff member prior to the meeting sure. just to find out what the
0: issue might be. Sure. You may not know what the issue is, mm-hmm. too, but that's if, right. if you have any kind of uh, inkling about what it might be. Sometimes you, you know, do. Yeah.
1: What happens now, um, let's say a teacher gets into, or a para gets into a meeting, and then all of a sudden, the direction seems to turn
0: where it possibly could become disciplinary. So can you stop the meeting even at that point, mid-meeting? You certainly can. You well, can that's, say... That's good information.
1: You can say, I'm not comfortable with where this is headed, and I would like to call my union representative in. Now, if, if it's a case of a rep that is in the building, that can be done pretty expeditiously. But if it's for you know, someone like Mike who's who's at the office, that would mean to set yeah. up another time. Yeah, it
0: may mean to make an appointment. Correct. I see. Sure. I see. Well that's excellent information that even old salts like myself don't remember to do. Right. You know? Right. And you yeah. never know when you, you might get into a situation where you need to have a clarification.
1: Today you never do know that. You do never you? do know. There's always something going on. Oh my goodness! But I mean, it's important information. We have our first building rep meeting next Tuesday, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: we'll definitely be discussing that with the building reps and give them a little bit of that history as well, so that you know they can go around and, and speak to their colleagues. Sure, about what they
0: should or and, should not do. And meanwhile, I. I believe I recall seeing a large poster in the staff room that said Weingarten rights, and I believe every building should have those. Uh, And I think they may. Yeah. Yeah. If your building doesn't, reach out to the UTL office Mm -hmm. and let them know, because that's something important that should be on the wall, along with the other regulations. Yes. Yes.
1: And I know that um, every one of our new teachers in Paris get a copy of the Weingarten, Weingarten rights. Excellent. So, excellent. But I think they've I think it's a case of you really need someone to sit down with you and tell you what it's all right, about. Right.
0: And you don't you shouldn't be shy or uh, hesitant to say I need a union representative. Better Abs- to, absolutely better to be safe than sorry. All right. Well, another thing that we wanted to address at the beginning of the year is that despite our usually collaborative atmosphere here in Lowell, sometimes a situation might arise when a UTL member has a question about the way something is being handled. What's the protocol for questioning a process or addressing a personnel problem?
1: I think the first step in in anything like that is you go directly to your supervisor. Mm -hmm. and you say, gee, you know, I'm looking at this, I'm not quite sure what it means, can you explain it to me? And then if you don't get a satisfactory reply, or if you're still confused about the topic, you want to approach your building rep, who in turn would probably approach our staff rep.
0: There are lots of resources available to us as members, not only here Mm -hmm. in Lowell, but there is AFT Mass and AFT that will help out in a situation that needs clarification.
1: We are so lucky with mm-hmm. our AFG masks.
0: We are. They are. Yeah, they are terrific. And if you have not yet had a chance to listen to the podcast episode that features Karen Laflamme, mm-hmm. who is um, our field representative. That's and, a and our negotiator. negotiator. Mm-hmm. That's worth a little 20-minute listen. It definitely is. Definitely. She's terrific. She she
1: uh, just knows exactly how to put things into perspective. Exactly. Never hesitates.
0: So we also know that members have had, uh, in several buildings, have had some concerns about HVAC issues or possible environmental concerns. What should a member do in those cases?
1: I would say follow the same procedure, Mm -hmm. start with your building administrator. Just say, you know what the issue is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, You will get some type of response from the administrator. I know in Lowell we've we've had typical responses that, well, we've put a work ticket in for that and Mm -hmm. it will be looked at. The question is, no one knows when. Right. things will be looked right. at because there's such a huge backlog.
0: There is. Yeah. And to, to be fair to the city workers who mm-hmm. normally maintain these buildings or have jurisdiction over most of the mm-hmm. repairs, their numbers have been slashed Absolutely. With, the, Absolutely. with the budget cutting over the last five to ten years yeah. at least. So, yeah, we know that happens. But on the other hand, we also know that everybody deserves a safe workplace. And as you mentioned that, Amy, I don't think everyone is
1: aware that the school buildings themselves are actually owned by the mm-hmm. city of Lowell. So any complaints about our concerns about uh, maintenance, mm-hmm. uh, building structure, etc should be directed to the city manager and the city council. A lot of people, um, you know, they'll go to the principal, then they'll go to the union. And when we get the results, we go straight to the school committee. We do go to the city side and, Mm -hmm. you know, issue concerns. So it's it's just a case of following the protocol and the chain of command. I think sometimes what what we've learned this year and the end of last year, principals love their buildings. They love their staff. Right. They're very proud, and it's almost like a family to them. It is, and a lot of times, I think what happens is they they want concerns kept in house, mm-hmm. much like a family. Sure, you know, let's keep our problems here, and you know, we'll figure it out. And we'll get this, or we'll get that. But these issues can be so big; they can be. They... I think I think we have to move a little bit beyond that.
0: And as a taxpayer here in Lowell. And I'm sure other parents and grandparents and other taxpayers who don't have a direct connection in the school. But as a taxpayer, I want to know that the buildings that are being used for children Mm -hmm. are safe, environmentally safe, physically safe. Mm -hmm. And if they aren't, then, you know, the city needs to plan for that. You can't just hide the problem under a rock.
1: No, and I think this may be the year that brings all of that. To the of It may be quite a surprise priorities. for some citizens here. No, I agree. But, I mean, like you say, citizens, I'm a grandparent. I have four grandchildren who are students in lower public schools. Yeah. So I'm very concerned about particularly what's happening in their buildings. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of the buildings, naturally. But I'm really looking out for for where they're attending school. So I, I people need to know that, what the chain of command is. And... I, and- please
0: don't hesitate to call. I guess is the message we want to send to people. Don't hesitate to let people know that there's a problem. Yeah. You're just alerting. Especially
1: now we have problems that are health-related. Yes. And those are huge. And we need to stay on top of every one of those.
0: We do. It's not a finger-pointing game. It's a matter of we 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 have a problem and Mm -hmm. let's
1: fix it. Where do we go? How can we help? What's the procedure? And procedure, that's the name of the game. We're going to have to as a community, the school administration, the union, the uh, city administration, we all have to sit down together and come up with protocols for what if Mm -hmm. this happens or that happens, what's the next step?
0: Well, another um, social media access that we have here for our members, another way of getting information out, is uh, a closed Facebook group for UTL members and UTL retirees only. Are there some things that group members should take care with when posting? I know I'd answer that, yes. Yeah, and I think everybody would. We've really never had a problem
1: with what people have posted. Mm -hmm. They're basically citing facts or concerns. Mm That they're concerned about and would like help with, it helps us as the as the union leaders. It helps us to know what the issues are in different schools, absolutely, so that we can follow those and we can track them, and we've got a uh, we've got documentation of what's happening. Right. So, like we said in the beginning, Amy, you will alert your school administration first, your building administration first, mm-hmm. then you come to us. You alert the city, the school the school department, follow the process. All of these things eventually should come together. They should.
0: So we just want to remind listeners that if you are a member of the UTL Facebook group...
1: And that, if you're not, you should be, so, so find us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but if you're not a member right now, um, one thing you can do is... Asked to join, mm-hmm. and there is a—I a, wouldn't say a vetting process, but there is a process where the That's page correct. administrators do confirm that you're a UTL bona fide dues-paying members mm-hmm. or a bona fide re- retiree, mm-hmm. and then you're allowed to post and uh, actually the postings themselves are often approved by an administrator All the
1: postings are approved by the administrator. And that's
0: just a safety valve because we know we've all been part of groups where somebody turns it into a sales pitch Mm -hmm. for something that's really not appropriate Mm -hmm. to the topic at hand. So we do have that safety valve. We want to remind people that if you are posting on the UTL Facebook page, Mm -hmm. there is an expectation of confidentiality among group members. Mm -hmm. So you know, we know things can sometimes happen, but you should be looking at the page when you're not in the middle of a staff meeting where somebody who isn't part of the UTL uh, can see what has been posted. Mm-hmm. We really want to make sure that members feel comfortably safe, that their posts are confidential.
1: Absolutely. So we
0: ask you to keep things confidential. Keep the conversation civil. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever seen anything that wasn't civil.
1: I have to be honest, Amy. I've never seen anything that I would consider out of line. Yeah. I really have not. Yeah. People are just expressing views, mm-hmm. opinions, concerns.
0: Yep. Yeah. Agree to disagree if you need to. Correct. Just keep it civil. No one
1: has ever really uh, talked in a bad way about anyone or, you know, talked so as to hurt another person's character. None of that has ever occurred on the UTL Facebook page. And I would expect it wouldn't. But getting back to that point, let's say a person does have a really serious issue. What's the protocol for that? It's not, certainly, it's not Facebook.
0: Facebook isn't going to solve your problem. I don't care what group you're posting on. And right. I, I'm sorry to get on my high horse on that. But Facebook is not a place where you solve problems. Facebook is a place where you share some information. But if you do have a problem, there we do have protocols here in the UTL. Mm-hmm. And those protocols include talking to your building rep, you building talking rep? to your administrator, uh, calling the UTL office, mm-hmm. sending a private message to one of the UTL Facebook page administrators. Could, to, I, just, could I just add right there sure. that anyone who calls the office for
1: any concern or issue needs to know that their call is completely and totally confidential. Mm-hmm. No one knows who's calling other than the immediate UTL leaders, and, and even then it. it Things are not shared using people's names. right? So it, we get the information and we go with the information, not with the person who's delivering the information. So I think people need to know that. They should not be concerned that their name would be put out there and connected with an issue. And
0: that may be important to some people or an important comfort to some people. I, yeah. yeah. So we've been talking today about some things to keep in mind. Weingarten rights. Uh, we have a couple of social media Outlets on the Facebook page. We have a longer version of our guidelines for people who mm-hmm. are uh, so, so desirous of those longer versions. But the three things <laughs> that would are, not be me <laughs> the three things to keep in mind are keep it confidential, keep the conversation civil, and if you have a personal issue, contact the UTL directly. Directly, yeah. exactly. Just be professional and we know everybody is it's just a good thing to remind everyone at the beginning of yeah. the year i've really never
1: had to block anyone or to you know see a post that is not going to be important to a lot of members mm-hmm. that's helpful we need to we need to see share these Post with everybody so people know it's not just their school and it's not just them. And if everybody has the same problem, that's where we know we need to get together. Absolutely. With people above us, too.
0: So, for all members, we are going to post some informational links to some of the topics we've been discussing today. Again, if you are experiencing a personnel, personnel, or building concern, those issues can be addressed more. Quickly by contacting your administrator, your building rep, or directly contacting the UTL at 978-937-9039. All UTL members should take a moment to review the Facebook page guidelines and remember that those conversations on the page must be considered confidential. Thank you again for tuning into this episode. We welcome your comments and feedback. If you have suggestions for future podcasts, or if you're aware of UTL members who might be willing to share their experiences and expertise, send us an email at utl talk that's two T's right there in the middle, at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Amy listen with Nikki Dumont, and we wish you a great week.